0: morning probably when you uh, will be listening to this it is saturday october 23rd and you know what that means it is time for the high risk wrestling podcast i am the man beast the alpha male jeremy pierce welcome yo! what's going on what is up how are you all Doing um, this is a little bit of a weird show today because once again, uh dynamite's on right now, and ironically, Fox is showing SmackDown, so that'll be a good um, that'll be a good thing to talk about. But anyway, um, today's episode originally on the schedule was supposed to be about I think the draft, but couldn't really break that down, so I did that two weeks two weeks ago, so I. Came into this episode with no specific topic. Well, Mm. uh, I'm going to start something new. But I can't put something in the schedule. You're just going to have an episode called, Let's Talk About It. Take some topics out of the news or something that's going on with wrestling. And uh, we'll just talk about it. So, today's episode, uh, we're going to talk about Crown Jewel the results, how was the show, we're going to talk about the TBS title bracket as has been um, revealed, we already had one match go down, we'll get into that, we're going to go over my picks, and uh, there's been a little bit of heat, um, a little bit of an exchange between Charlotte and Becky, and we are definitely, definitely going to dive into that, so um, that's what we're going to talk about, but for now, you know what's next, so just go on and hit my music. All right, all right, all right. Um... Some 2K22 news, Um, there will be no news, not until 2022. As you know, there was no 2K21 because of how bad 2K20 was. Now, usually around this time we get a 2K game around Survivor Series, but guess what? We actually can't get one this time around because 2K took note of how bad 2K20 was, but also... The WWE released half of the roster, so everything they just went into making that game has been thrown out of the window. So they have to start over on some on some things. So don't expect anything until next year, early next year, probably January around the Royal Rumble, when we can get a WrestleMania uh, release. ACH, the former Jordan Miles has made his return to pro wrestling as he confronted Buddy Matthews, the former Buddy Murphy. Uh, He showed up at a, what was that, GWC show. It's good to have him back, as you know, the things that went down with him and NXT and Triple H. This is an amazing talent, he's back. Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Uh, he had an emergency surgery, and he was hospitalized. Uh, he was hospitalized with a severe infection. He has surgery. He is doing much better, which is great. Hacksaw is a legend. is a legend, and um, wishing him a speedy and healthy recovery. If you saw NXT this past week, you will see have seen that J.C. Jane. Got injured. Uh, she was a little short on a suicide dive, and yeah, she was taken out of the match. We have an injury update. She took a full. She got a full CT scan. She seems to be doing okay. Um, we will see if she will be in the triple threat ladder match next week. NXT 2.0, their ratings fall. Once again, the October 19th episode this past Tuesday brought in 606,000 viewers. They had a .14 of the 18 to 49 demo. It's a bit low and it's a drop, but it's a slight boost in the demo. It's not great. It's not really... Great. We, we expected this to happen. We really, really, really did. Um, throw shit at the wall and I'll see what happens. And some really shitty news. Sasha Banks will not be in season three of The Mandalorian. And it sucks. Uh, I really think just because she's back, she's wrestling for a time again. She can't keep taking time off. But also, I think Vince knows that if she is in... The Mandalorian. She keeps being in The Mandalorian. She's gonna end up being stolen and taken away to Hollywood. Which is what I expect to happen. Sasha is a star. And this is the perfect way for her to get to Hollywood. Another season of The Mandalorian. I'm sure she'll be in season four. So uh PWI released their women's 150. And we'll, 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 we're just going to dive into it real quick. Um, I'm not even going to spend a lot of time on because I, I talking about it earlier this week when my boys pissed me off. The top five, Thunder Rosa five, Britt Baker four, Deanna Peraza three, uh, Utami, Haya Shishida is second, and Bianca Belair was number one. I, I completely and wholeheartedly understand why Bianca Belair was number one. That I totally get. What really sucks is Britt Baker at number 4 now y'all know how I feel about Britt Baker and I, I would have been perfectly fine with her being in the top 10 but the fact that she's number 4 that Sheeta is not in the top 10 because the criteria was, was strength of schedule plus influence and other things and they go on from September from October, September of 2020 to no, October of 2020 to December of 2021, which means Sheeta was champion for eight months to Brits five, and Sheeta carried that division throughout the pandemic. There is this idiotic and an asinine narrative that we must elevate Britt Baker, that we have to make her seem better than she actually is Britt Baker being number four in the PWI 150 is an absolute fucking joke congrats to Bianca Belair though. congrats to Bianca Belair that is great sounds like we won't be getting any more takeovers this year hmm that means no war games and you can kind of see this coming with there being no war games because there aren't any. There, what, what do we have? We have Legado del Phantasma, but Hitro was called up to the main roster, so there aren't really any factions left. And then we got the Diamond Mine. That's about it. T and Sha got split up. You got all this new shit. So the fact that there won't be any more takeovers this year is—it's kind of absurd. Um. Apparently there there might be a big change to Hit Row, which in and of itself is stupid. So the change is they're gonna swap Top Dollar and Swerve. Swerve will no longer be the leader of Hit Row, and Top Dollar will be. They're gonna put Swerve and Ashanti in a fucking tag team. You know how dumb that it sounds, but it makes sense because you know Vince loves big guys, but why not have the veteran who is great on the mic and great in the ring be the leader? And lead the group it doesn't make sense i <sighs> a lot of things have pissed me off this week um a few other changes to the roster ziya lee will will be a baby face which kind of makes sense tegan knox will be a baby face one on raw same thing with me and him, but it looks like they'll be making Shotzi blackheart a heel <laughs> uh okay okay sure I'm still really upset about the top dollar swerve switch. Uh, we've heard this before. Vince McMahon did not like Jericho and KO's match at WrestleMania, and KO told KO was told by Vince that it was one of the worst matches he's ever seen. He also didn't like KO because of his weight. Vince McMahon is a. Is a he's a, he's a he. Vince McMahon is a is a dick. He's an idiot and he needs to be taken away from his company because he's an idiot. After Bound for Glory tonight, and Bound for Glory is tonight, uh, the AEW Impact's partnership will be over. So, the Forbidden Door is closed for this at the moment, but it'll open up again. Uh, Jim Ross has confirmed that he has skin cancer. Um, He's waiting on the radiologist to determine the best treatment. He's feeling good, and they're going to um, just work at it. This is, you know, horrible news, but we wishing we're wishing Jr. the best. Um, AEW Rampage, their viewership falls even more with another pre taped show. They're bringing the 500 to 15,000. But see, here's the thing: you're on Fridays at ten. I don't know what you're expecting. As long as you can keep doing anywhere from five hundred thousand to seven hundred fifty thousand, you're good. You're golden. Great. And with Battle for Glory being tonight, uh, Impact oversold the events. There will be it's taking place at Sam's Town Live, where they'll be doing the shows from from here on out at the moment. And uh. They oversold. They had to go get chairs from the locker room had to go buy more chairs and it's working. So as much as people want to shit on AE, shit on Impact, they're still chugging along doing some of their best work. And for that, I am happy. We'll be back. As for our shows this week, uh, not gonna lie, they kinda sucked. Just a fact. Sorry to say that. Uh, Monday Night Raw was trash, two thumbs down. It's the only thing that honestly really mattered on Raw this week was the Women's Championship match, and that ended on some bullshit, so who cares? Um, NXT has too much going on. I understand this youth movement, but um, this ain't it. It gets a thumb down. Carmelo, I'm not even going over everything. Carmelo Hayes' next challenger for the North America Championship will be um, Johnny Gargano. Johnny confronted him. And I'm all for this. You can use Gargano to help help get uh, Carmelo Hayes to that next level. You can get a good match out of him now, and, I, and Carmelo Hayes has the talent. They have, he has the talent. So we're not, I'm not really tripping off of that. Um, Imperium beat the Creed brothers. The Creed brothers controlled a lot of this match, but Imperium used their um, use their veteran skills to win the match. Cora J got a surprise win over Electra Lopez. It didn't last long because she got her ass beat afterwards. EO wins a triple threat match to spin the wheel. This is the match where J.C. Jane got injured. She was immediately taken out of the match. Also Persia is very, very green. I mean, she is Poison Ivy just turning into Poison Ivy green. I know why she's on TV But um NXT needs to go back on tour real quick And in our main event Ciampa and Rex Steiner Beat the Grizzle Young Veterans This is just a tired Can they coexist Whatever as As Rex will be taking on Ciampa for the championship Next week, the NXT championship Smackdown wasn't good It wasn't bad The first 40 minutes of the show Excuse me first 40 minutes of the show involved Brock and Roman in... I get it. Um, Roman told Paul he's bad at his job. Then he called out Brock and he fought and Brock murdered everybody. And then Brock got suspended. Because we know Brock won't be back until the Royal Rumble. This was just the way to do it. Um, Drew McIntyre beat Sami Zayn, who has new music. Also, note... Drew McIntyre and Drew Gulak are on the same fucking brand. But yet, Adam Cole had to had to have changed his name. Make it make sense. Nice little segment with Xavier Woods, who's now King of the Ring. Mansoor beat Ali again. Hit Row made their debut beating Jobbers. And we didn't get that look of um, Top Dollar being the new leader. But we'll see. Corbin beat Shinsuke, but this was more about their sidekicks, and we already went over the Charlotte Becky debacle. As for Dynamite, which ended about forty minutes ago, we opened up firstly with uh, Brian Danson versus Dustin Rhodes in the championship eliminator match. Brian won, tapping out Dustin Rhodes with the what did he win with the guillotine? Dustin well he didn't tap him, Dustin passed out. Uh, we're setting up Kenny and hangman we're setting up jungle boy and Adam Cole we're setting up the uh, the young bucks versus the versus jungle Express so we're, we're doing all of those these good things we had a in ring segment with stink and mjf and mjf you know is doing mjf things this is a good little way to set up more of mjf versus Darby Allen. and I'm all I'm all all for this he actually He's He has some lines implying That Sting did a shit Of cocaine and he even took a dig at Lex Luger oh my god This guy has it Uh, Penelope before and Ruby Soho Ruby won the match advancing in the TBS Tournament Um, We also had Wortlow asking MJF, what was up with that shit from last week? Hmm. Are we going to start the turn of Wartlow on the coward MJF? Bobby Fish beat Anthony Green, but this is really just a way to set up Bobby Fish versus CM Punk next week, who will have his first ever match on Dynamites. And we also see that Dante Martin still needs some more work, promo work. You got all those guys in, in, in that company. He needs more promo work. But where we'll be getting um, Leo and Dante taking on the L brothers. I'm waiting for Darius to be back. Lance Archer versus Kingston. Ended prematurely. Archer went for a moonsault and landed directly on his head. It looked bad. So this match ended quickly. Kingston rolled up Archer with the Mahistral Cradle to advance in the tournament. And hopefully we'll get some news on Archer. Eddie was completely, completely over. We've got more stuff with the Inner Circle and end Men of the Year, which is good. Elevate Scorpio, elevate Ethan Page. Um, Mox, cut a Mox promo. We're all good with that. Sammy will be taking on Ethan Page next week tnt championship jungle boy murdered Brandon. <laughs> murder, murder is an overstatement he, he beat brandon colored and he then he got murdered by the young bucks at adam cole and he killed this man threw this nigga off the stage so we got shivani on comment talking about he hates adam cole i hate him <laughs> and in our main event we had cody malachi black number three this was a good match, Andrade showed up because he's talking about he's got friends in high, face, high places and one of my buddies pointed out that is Andrade starting a faction with disgruntled WWE guys, Andrade, Malakai. Um, could we eventually see Pac and Andrade team up? What well, we will see, Cody hit a tiger driver. He put Malakai through a table from the ring with a with a crossroads he hit that tiger driver then he hit two crossroads on Malakai to win the match it's a good match so he gets his redemption but I don't think this is over between the two but overall it was an entertaining episode of Dynamite so I'm not complaining our matches of the week the Raw Women's Championship Charlotte vs. Bianca Hell in the cell match Edge versus Seth there to be championship match Big E versus Drew McIntyre Smackdown women's championship Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair Brian Danson versus Dusty Ro- Dusty Dustin Rhodes and Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black oh and from Rampage Andrade Pac 2 <mwah> our star of the week is a double dose going to Edge and Seth Rollins for that phenomenal phenomenal match but Yeah, it's a good week. No, it wasn't. I'm lying. It's an ass week in wrestling. Dynamite saved us. We'll be back. So let's talk about it. Uh three three things we gonna hit on today Crown Jewel TBS title Charlotte and Becky So first things first Crown Jewel uh, I watched the entire show with exception of the uh pre-show we didn't miss much. Now, usually this would be in a uh, "what just happened," but uh, we're just gonna do it on this show. So we had the pre-show, the Usos versus the Hurt Business defending their SmackDown Tag Team Championships. You knew the Usos were gonna win. The Usos won. But our first match of the evening and probably the match of the night. Whoa. Cody hit a crossroads off of the ring (laughs) through a table and the match is not over. (laughs) We had the Hell in a Cell match. Edge versus Seth Rollins. Uh, There was an (laughs) overarching theme throughout this night, which was the crowd kept chanting, this is awesome. All of the fucking time. Now, mind you... The Hell in a Cell match... It... Was... Awesome. It really... It was. For a long, long time, this was the best story... In the WWE. And... Which sucks is... These two are both on the same show again. Which means... They might end up fighting again. Ooh, looks like uh, Black and Cody are hurt, hurt. Sheesh, this was brutal. This was everything we thought it would be, we thought it should be, and more. There was an, there was an especially brutal spot where Edge and Seth are on a ladder. Edge knocks Seth off the ladder. And it's like a pinball. Seth goes from the ladder to the side of the cage through a table. That shit looked like it hurt. And these two dudes would not stop hurting each other they hit each other's moves edge had to break out a kill switch <laughs> spine on the pine arm with the... <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> this Cody Malachi Black is going is wild um it they kicked out of each other's finishers thoroughly th- thoroughly Thoroughly impressed. Near the end of the match, Seth got a steel chain wrapped it around his foot, kicked Edge in the face, and Edge still kicked out. It looked like he was going for a curb stomp, right? Edge counter that. Edge finished him off, took him out with a spear, then gave him a curb stomp with the chain, One, two, three. This was this was one of the better hell in a cell matches, and there's a there's a reason why it was one of the better hell in a cell matches. Do you know why? You want to know why? It's because the story worked. The story was good. And this is what you use the hell in a cell stipulation. That is what you use the Hell in a Cell for. That is what you use the Hell in a Cell stipulation for. You use it for shit like this. And Edge and Seth put in a lot of work. And bravo. Yeah, I mean. Next up, we had the hometown hero, Mansoor, taking on Mustafa Ali. And listen. This was a random match. They were a tag team. Every, like everything they were doing was leading up to this. You now they got ten minutes, and it was fine. It was a fine match. It had a predictable outcome because you knew for a fact that Monster was going. On. He was never ever going. He he's the one superstar who will never ever 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 lose in their hometown. He will not lose in front of those fans. Plain and simple, he's not going to lose. He's not gonna lose in front of those fans, and he didn't. Now, of course, they had a rematch on SmackDown. They had a rematch on SmackDown. Like what the fuck? Good thing Mansoor won that as well. Um, a so third match was RK Bro defending the tag team championships against. AJ Styles and Almost, and it's like the 80th time that these three have wrestled, um, <laughs> Riddle came out on a camel, and, look, RK bro was gonna win, you knew they were always gonna win, but what this really showed here, is that, at some point, AJ and Almost are gonna break up, cause they keep losing matches due to AJ, and, we gotta somehow start making Almost into a star, okay? That's what's gonna happen. Now we can move on to something else. Woo! Cody just hit a double underhook power driver. That's a wrap. Um, whatever. We have the finals of the Queen's Crown Tournament. Should I care about this match? It was Alina Vega versus Piper Nevin, I'm never calling her Doudreau. I did it one time, and that's my fault. Zelina versus Piper. And this match went five minutes, maybe six. So the total match time for the entire Queen's Crown tournament was under 25 minutes. Zelina won. And she won with the cold red. She kept trying to hit it, but she finally hit it and won. And now we can see why Zelina is back in the company. I think they almost guaranteed that she would become queen. We'll see what happens. Um, I don't like that Zelina, Carmella and Liv are all on the same roster. Again, some things just don't make any motherfucking sense. Vaselina is your queen. The 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 tournament has received a lot of well-deserved criticism. It was booked horribly. Short matches. Unsatisfying outcomes. I mean, we can use this to help elevate Vega hopefully, but she was losing every single match before this tournament. We got Old Man Goldberg taking on Bobby Lashley in a no-holds-barred, fall can count anywhere match. Don't know why it's no-holds-barred. Okay, anyway. Uh, Lashley dominated this most of this match until they left the ring. Like, he completely dominated the match. Completely and utterly dominated the whole match. Once they left the ring, Goldberg got the upper hand. The Hurt Business tried to interfere, Goldberg took them out with ease, and I think that's the only reason they brought back the Hurt Business. This is the best Goldberg has looked since returning, and I'm not surprised, because when it's probably a regular one-on-one match, he will be at his worst. So, there it is. Goldberg won. By sparing Lashley off of the stage through a table setup, we had the finals for the King of the Ring tournament, and we had Xavier Woods taking on Finn Balor. I would have been fine with either man who was winning, but Xavier winning was great because this is something that we knew he wanted, that he was craving for, hoping for, living for. He was willing to die for, and Xavier won. He is now (laughs) your king. I'm cool with that. It was a very good match because these two just, I think, aren't capable of having bad matches, whether one-on-one or tag teams, but I'm happy that Xavier is now the king. Our seventh match was Big E defending the WWE Championship against Drew McIntyre. This was another very good match, and this was just two big mighty men slapping meat just horse fight if that's what you want to call it these two put on a very 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 good match it was fun um, they beat the shit out of each other and they hit each other with their finishers but in the end biggie was able to come out on top It's great. I am I'm cool with that. I'm completely cool with that. Biggie definitely wasn't going to lose, but in the back of my mind it, it crossed me, the thought the thought Came to me that he would lose. We had the SmackDown Women's Championship. Becky defended against Sasha and Bianca in another very good match. Um, this went about 20 minutes. Very, very, very good match. And it, it, it broke the mode of the usual. It broke the mode of the usual um, mode of. Two people in a ring, one person on the outside. Then have a person on the outside gets in, somebody else was in the outside. Now, these, these three put on a phenomenal match. Bianca used her power, Sasha used her speed, Becky used her veteran skills. And as you know, triple our matches are no DQ and Becky won with the roll-up and holding onto the ropes. I'm cool with this. I'm perfectly cool with this. Uh I'm cool with it because Bianca had lost on Monday. But we'll get into more of that later. And our main event was Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. Uh, <laughs> it's a good match. You knew, like, these guys arrested each other in some way, shape, form at least six times. So we knew where we were getting. The real story of this match is what side was Paul Heyman on. And we never got an answer. We didn't get an answer because near the end of the match, these two are laid out. The ref has been knocked out. Paul has the championship. Roman's calling for Instead of Paul giving the belt to Roman, he puts it in the middle of Brock and Roman. So now we have a call back to that horrible tug of war. Horrible, horrible tug of war. But Brock gets super kicked by the Usos who show back up. Roman hits Brock with the title. One, two, three, and that was Crown Joe. Wasn't a horrible like it wasn't a it wasn't a bad show. It was actually one of the actually one of the better shows, which I am really really su- sl- I'm slightly surprised at, But that was Crown Drill, We've got the TBS title bracket the tournament bracket is up and we've already had one match so there are it's a 12 woman field with four women getting a buy so first things first I want to bring up the AEW the rankings get the rankings because I want to see if the field coincides with the rankings so let's see when it comes to the women so uh ty is one jade is two chris is three thunder rosa is four nyla rose is five so our four women that have the buy are thunder rosa jay cargill nyla rose chris statlin we recheck the ratings the rankings they have the buys is number one, she's actually getting a championship match at full gear, so she's not even in the tournament, which, that's fine, because she's getting a, a championship match. So, the other eight women in the match, we have Anna J taking on Jamie Hader, The Bunny taking on, who's that? Oh wait, sorry. The bunny taking on Red Velvet. I'm sorry. I'm completely sorry. A rematch between Sheeta and uh, Serena Deeb and Penelope before taking on Ruby Soho. The winner of Anna J. Jamie Hader will take on Thunder Rosa. The winner of the bunny Red Velvet will take on Jade. The winner of Serena and Sheeta takes on Nyla. The winner of Penelope and Ruby will take on Chris Statlander. Ruby won her match today, which means she will be taking on Chris Statlander in the next round. Now, I like this field. Are there some other women in their in the roster who would say, well, should they be in this tournament? Well, let's 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 see. Um a no. You can make a case for a big swole. You can make a case for Layla Hirsch. Obviously Riho. That's it. So Layla Hirsch and Riho. I'm really surprised that Jamie Hader is in it. And I'm sorry, Layla, Layla, yeah, Layla Hirsch and Riho. I, I am really surprised that Jamie Hader is in it, but she just came back, so they kinda gotta put her in it. But this is great. Um And O'Neal oh, Bixlow. Now you got to remember, Kylan King and Diamante are not officially a part of the roster. They are actually not all elite. which kind of sucks. I thought those two would have been something, but they they they're under that deal, kind of like how Rosa was. Like they're they're a part of the roster, but they're not really a part of the roster. So that's cool. Now Ruby has her win. She will be taking on Chris Statland. Me personally, you know I want my baby Anna Jay to win, but my heart of heart, my head of head say that I think Chris Statlander is going to win this. So, Ruby over Penelope to take on Chris, Serena and Sheeta. I'm going to take, I'm actually going to take Serena to win, to keep sheeta from getting her 50th win because there aren't that many people on the roster that have 50 wins okay um there are there's no women that comes let me just check real quick there's no woman that comes close to there's only one i'm sorry there's one other woman that comes close to sheeta's record and that is nyla rose Sheeta is 49 and 10 nyla rose is 46 and 17. that's it uh anybody else on the roster that has close to 50 there's a lot of people that have close to 50 wins there aren't that many that only have 50 scorpio sky has 50 wins phoenix has 54 penta has 53 Matt Jackson has 48. So he's coming close. Luchasaurus has 52. Kenny has 51. Mox has 52. Frankie Gazarian has 54. Darby has 48. So he's close. Yeah. Jericho has 14 losses. Wow. Um. Anybody else? No. So there aren't that many that has fifty wins, and she for she to get to become the first to get fifty wins is great. Drag this storyline out some more. Don't just let don't just have Sheeta get that W. Right. Don't have Sheeta just grab that W and keep it pushing. So I'm actually going to go with Serena D. To win. I got Serena D winning to take on Nyla Rose in the second round. The Bunny versus Red Velvet. Take the Bunny to take on. No, 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 Take Red Velvet to take on Jay Carver because they got history. And take Anna J over Jamie Hader to take on Thunder Rosa. So that leaves Thunder Rosa versus Anna J. Jade Carver versus Red Velvet. Nyla Rose versus Serena Deeb, Chris Statlander versus Ruby Soho. Gimme Chris Statlander over Ruby, gimme Nyla over Serena, gimme Jade over Red Velvet, gimme Thunder Rosa over Anna J. Now, that leaves Anna, that leaves Thunder Rosa versus Jade, Nyla versus Chris, so the women that get buys advance. I feel like we're going to do Thunder Rosa versus Jade Cargo at full gear and at some point we've got to get to we've got to get to thunder rosa versus jade thunder rosa versus brit so we got to hold hold out thunder rosa a little bit longer so give me jade over thunder rosa and give me chris statlander over nyla rose with the finals being thunder finals being jade cargo versus chris statlander Give me Chris Statlander over Jay Cargo. That way we can do Thunder versus Jade at Full gear. Thunder can get her win back. We know Britt's going to beat Tay, and we can move forward to Britt versus Thunder Rosa because that's what we want. And I'm hoping the Thunder Rosa kills this bitch. So your first ever TBS champion will be Chris Statlander. You heard it here first. Now. Onto some, um, onto some some things that went down. So we had a title swap on SmackDown. Dump. Charlotte and Becky were, were to swap their women, their respective women championships. Charlotte is the Raw Women's Champion now on SmackDown. Becky is the SmackDown Women's Champion on Raw so this was dumb because you could have just had Bianca beat Charlotte on Raw and Sasha beat Sasha win the triple threat match at, at um, Crown Jewel there's your title spot. and you can still have Charlotte chase Sasha Bianca and Bianca be chased by Becky makes sense right simple no so, the report goes that Charlotte didn't want to do the swap because because it would have made her reign a little weak. And now, mind you, when they swap the titles, that is a new reign. So, Charlotte is now a 14-time women's champion. She's... <laughs> Charlotte is now a 14-time women's champion. So, it's essentially was supposed to be a swap. Charlotte wasn't having that. And if you saw the show, you saw what happened. Charlotte taking the belt away from from Becky, drops it on the ground. Sonya's got to be their mother and get them to act right. Becky just throws her title at Charlotte. (laughs) Sasha comes out. To set up her feud with Charlotte. And uh, Becky's like, I'm out. Fuck it. I'll see one of you two at SummerSlam. I'm mean, not SummerSlam, Survivor Series. The show goes off the air. These two, Charlotte and Becky, get into an argument backstage. Like a heated, heated confrontation. And it comes down to a few things, actually. Flair disrespecting Becky by trying to make her look bad. Also being upset that uh, when they had a little few a year, couple years ago, Becky says Charlotte looked plastic, and it's been, and, and been kind of downhill for the relationship ever since. Now, mind you, when it comes to the other horsewomen, Sasha and Bailey are great, and you can tell they're great friends. <laughs> so. It says that Charlotte disrespected Vince in a big way because of what happened. And she walked away from him in the gorilla position. Charlotte and Becky both think that they're top stars. Which they are, but they think they're the stars. Now mind you, there's only one tribal chief. Charlotte and Becky's relationship has been rocky for a a long time. And this is almost, this is the first time we're really hearing about this. Part of it comes to the constant crazy booking of Charlotte, completely always making her at the star. Becky took time off and she's back and she's still doing her thing. Now I'll give Charlotte credit. I'm not her biggest fan, but I'll give her credit. Apparently she wanted to lose the belt to Bianca Belair on Raw. She was completely fine with that. So that 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 should open up some eyes w- with the criticism that Charlotte gets. Now Charlotte is rightfully criticized for burying talent and refusing to put people over. Liv Morgan. Bianca Belair. First time around. Anybody else I'm missing? I'm pr- probably missing somebody. But I can understand with her not wanting to keep... Not wanting to do the swap. That's it. So, now there's heat. Charlotte actually got asked to leave the arena after the competition. And she just fucking routed. She actually went down to Orlando, because I believe they were in Florida, to go see her fiancé, Andrade. Who also tweeted out, F-U-W-W-E. So, you know he's not going back. Um, Yeah. And mind you, the writers and those, the producers backstage, SmackDown's upset that they're getting Charlotte, who's not great to work with backstage, Ross, happy they're getting Becky. Uh, so Charlotte's got more heat. Cause they felt like she disrespected Becky and she undermined Sasha. It's not a good look. In the locker rooms behind Becky. Now it, it didn't get physical, which I I wish it kind of did. Remember what happened between Charlotte and uh, Nia Jax? They are they being in the locker room are happy that Becky stood her ground and was not going to be pushed over by Charlotte. So. oh, <laughs> <sighs> I am actually, genuinely shocked and surprised at this. I really, really am. And it goes to show you that. Sometimes just you just need to do the simple thing. Do the simple, simple thing. And we wouldn't be in this dumbass situation. But as long as a certain person is in charge, we will keep having these dumbass situations, <sighs> that's our show, that is our show, I talked for a good minute that time, sometimes you just gotta talk about it, you know what I mean, but um, thank you for listening, I appreciate you all, check me out on Tumblr at uh, Charismatic Creations Check me out on Instagram Charismatic underscore creations 52 YouTube And uh, next week we'll be talking about Halloween Havoc We're going to look at the results of the Halloween Havoc Special NXT We're also going to take a look back at some classic Halloween Havoc shows, some Halloween Havoc moments And we're just going to enjoy ourselves uh, I'm your host Jeremy Pierce I'll see you next week And as always Gigi Dolan baby girl First of all Check on Jason. Make sure she's okay. And I'll let you, boy. Peace.